This podcast is presented by 323 Entertainment. You can find this show and more wherever you stream podcasts and music. And while you're there, please follow, rate, and review. And if you want to help us continue to grow and get better while also getting exclusive releases and free merch, please support the 323 on Patreon at patreon.com slash 323read. You can subscribe for as little as $2. $2! That's patreon.com slash 323read, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash 323-R-E-I-D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 323. I'm your host, Reed Murphy. Happy New Year. Hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. It's great to be back and talking to you. Not so great necessarily to be back in a uh, thawing out state of emergency Virginia after spending two, two and a half beautiful weeks in Italy, but oh well came back to national news caliber winter weather but also back to playoff put the kids to bed football so can't be too mad especially when we have such a fun hyped up show to start the year with including a guest that's already very popular on this show the one and only john mccann the philly captain himself flow rider's biggest fan so let's get right into it starting with some quick news to know. Big congrats to the Georgia Bulldogs taking down the Alabama Crimson Tide in the College Football National Championship, their first chip in 40 years. A lot of potential pro superstars played and showed out on both sides, with this year's Heisman-winning Bama quarterback Bryce Young fighting valiantly, even after losing number one wide receiver Jamison Williams, who's projected to be the number one receiver in the draft, towards ACL. But that historically nasty Georgia defense, filled with future NFL heavyweights like Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean, just could not be stopped a lot of fun that came out of that game that came after the game actually like nicobe dean wearing an alabama championship hat that somebody handed to him for whatever reason and then georgia quarterback and what i would assume just based off of his name future hedge fund champion stetson bennett the fourth hung over as hell on Good Morning America the next day. But let the joke slide. Let Georgia enjoy this while it lasts because we all know next year, college football, Jackson State, led by Deion Sanders and the Aflac Duck, apparently. They're coming for your neck. They're coming for your neck. Black Monday in the NFL has come and gone and brought along plenty of pain and shock. Before that, though, the NFL's first ever Week 18 saw plenty of drama 
with the Colts having an epic collapse against the league's worst team, Jacksonville Jaguars, to miss the playoffs and send the Pittsburgh Steelers in after having their own clutch overtime win against the Baltimore Ravens. Meanwhile, the day ended with the wildest division rivalry game between the LA Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders, who almost controversially ended their game in a tie that would have sent both teams to the playoffs and it would have knocked the Steelers out. However, the Raiders, under surprisingly impressive interim coach Rich Passaccia, pulled out an overtime win to get into the postseason and send the Chargers home. The Raiders now, and this is a very fun stat, the Raiders will play the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to try to break a, I guess you could call it a record, a very sad record. It's a fact that no one has ever texted about a Bengals playoff win because the last time the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game was 1991. The first text message was not sent until 1992. So we're looking to you, Joe Burrow, to make some history. But all of this fun, all of this excitement from Sunday led into what is known as Black Monday, the annual day of coach firings throughout the league. This year saw the end for Vic Fangio of the Broncos, Mike Zimmer of the Vikings, Matt Nagy of the Bears, God bless you Bears fans, Joe Judge of the New York Giants, which is unfortunate for the other three fan bases in the NFC East. And shockingly, Brian Flores of the Miami Dolphins, even after going on an impressive winning streak and ultimately overachieving with a lackluster team that he was given over three years. While reports say Flores's firing came down to a power struggle between him and general manager Chris Greer, the firing ultimately sparks heated feelings so many are reminded of every year in the NFL, and that's the treatment of black coaches in the NFL. From Lovey Smith, to Marvin Lewis, to Jim Caldwell, to Todd Bowles, to Raheem Morris, to now with Brian Flores, black coaches in the NFL are always shown to be held under a higher level of scrutiny as compared to their white counterparts. You won't see black coaches get multiple chances at a head position like Adam Gase did in Miami and in New York if they had the same awful record that he held. It's a lesson that we learn, unfortunately, very young growing up black in America. That you have to work twice as hard to get half of what your white counterpart has or will get. And that applies to the NFL like crazy, seeing as how out of 32 teams in a league that has 70% black players, there are only now four head coaches who aren't white. Between Washington's Ron Rivera, the Jets' Rob Sala, Houston's David Culley, who, I mean, he could possibly be out himself within the next couple of days, possibly even after this recording. And, of course, Pittsburgh's Mike Tomlin, who is the gold standard of how hard a black coach has to work to get half of the respect. Because while Bill Belichick, who many forget has started his coaching career with multiple losing seasons and fell apart last year without Tom Brady, hardly ever faces real criticism. Tomlin is constantly being put on the hot seat by media and a small number of impatient fans, despite just finishing his 15th season as a head coach and still not having a losing season. 
that is incredibly hard to do. 15 years, winning record every year. Powering through a variety of challenges and a rapidly aging quarterback to still get his team to the playoffs this year, he is excellence. Not just as a black coach, he is excellence as a coach in football, as a coach in sports, and he will still have to fight to defend his success until he wins another Super Bowl. Another Super Bowl. Brian Flores being fired in Miami is the latest example of a very shitty mark on the NFL. But hopefully, he won't have to wait as long as many others to get another shot. I believe he should be one of the top candidates for another head coaching gig this year. He's already up for the Chicago Bears head coaching position he's supposed to interview later in the week. And he's one of several other black candidates like Tampa Bay's Byron Leftwich, Tampa Bay's other coordinator, Todd Bowles, Kansas City's Eric Bieniemy, who's been up for a job for multiple years now and been passed over every single year. So we'll see. But I'm not holding my breath. I've learned not to with this league. Golden State Warriors guard Clay Thompson returned Sunday night after being out over two years with injuries. The Splash Bro returned with 17 points in 20 minutes and a massive hype from a loving fan base in the Chase Center. The return is major for a Warriors team looking to return to glory in a vulnerable Western Conference, even with the Lakers starting to heat up behind 37-year-old LeBron James, playing like he's 13 again. This is a wild, fun season in the NBA to follow, especially in the West where, as much as people want to hype up Braun and LA, I just don't see that squad of old heads and glass-boned AD, Anthony Davis, holding up and sealing the deal in the postseason. The Warriors have already been terrifying. Terrifying. And now they're getting their lost soul in Klay Thompson, a Hall of Fame guard. Plus, you still have... Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns playing hard. The Utah Jazz were already contenders last year, even after losing Donovan Mitchell, who's come back this season strong and ready to get in the mix. But if I had to bet or root for any Western team, because of course my heart truly lies in the East with the Wizards, I'm rolling with that bad man Ja Morant in the Memphis Grizzlies. That dude, that team, they've got grit. They're fun as hell and they've been getting better and better since last year's playoff run. So mark it down now. I know Ricks versus Gricks, Ricks versus Tricks. The Ricks never work out, but that's in the NFL. My Rick here for the NBA, the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, will at least be in the Western Conference Finals, if not going all the way this year. Mark it down. There's plenty of news with Novak Djokovic. Tennis phenom, superstar, world certified dumbass, getting detained, deported, and then ultimately let through to compete in the Australian Open, even though he is unvaccinated. I don't want to dive into him. He bums me out. But use the foolishness of Djokovic and all the shit that he has had to go through because he is unvaccinated and still trying to skate through like so many other unvaccinated people have been doing. When there are rules that are 
for safety's sake to keep other people in life safe. Rules that are just meant for you to act selflessly. Use Djokovic as a reminder, get vaccinated. It makes things a lot easier. I promise you. I promise you. You'll have so much more fun. You probably won't get deported in the airport. Just get the shot, people. Get your booster. Let's move on. Up next, the one so many have been waiting for, the Philly captain himself, John McCann, joins the show. I'm from Bridesburg. I, I've been waiting for a Flow Rider concert this entire pandemic. I knew the pandemic would be over when Flow Rider took the stage. I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Hit like and subscribe. Flow Rider's coming. Yeah. Joining the show now, very popular figure among fans of the show, actually, before even appearing this first time. He's a popular YouTuber who makes content about Philadelphia, and you can catch his live stream on Friday nights. Just look up the Philly Captain on YouTube. John McCann, a.k.a. John from Bridesburg. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year's to you. Uh, well, you know, people don't... That, that John from Bridesburg thing, that was like... Uh, I don't think people call me that anymore. I was like a two-week thing. Uh, <laughs> once in a while, I'll get a person say, "Yo, John for Bridesburg." It's pretty, uh, it's pretty neat. But people just call me John. It's been, it's been very popular here. People have loved you and loved that sound. We got sound bites on the soundboard. Like we got, yeah! we got the whole. Wow, the, that made the soundboard. That made the sound. The riders coming. Oh shit! I made a soundboard. You made no, a soundboard. I can't tell you how happy that makes me more than anything in the world. I made a soundboard. Oh, huzzah. It's, what a victory. That's, I mean, you can die happy with that. I would. I, I mean, I had Flow Rider pour champagne down my throat. That was pretty cool. But making a soundboard of a podcast, <laughs> man. I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. You bring that up. That's an interesting story. I wanted to ask you, how was that concert from that it viral the, moment? It was, uh, it was, all right, n n no bullshit. I really love Flow Ride. Like, it's not a gimmick. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, music is very, very important to me. So during the pandemic, I made a deal that with myself, uh, because I'm insane and I make deals with myself. I said, I'm not going to listen to any sad music, nothing sad, nothing. So I, I was just going to listen to fun, upbeat music. So I said to my Alexa, I said, play some nice, upbeat party music. And I played a Flow Rider song. And I said, oh, play another thing. I said, oh, play a Flow Rider playlist. And every song was a, an amazing hit. This guy's a genius. And, uh, so pretty much all for the pandemic, all I listen to is flow riding. And like music is as much as important to me as uh, sports is. Like I, I live and die with the Phillies. 
and music is like I have to go to a concert as much as I go to a sporting event. So being that this was the first concert in in a year in Philadelphia, and it was the guy I've been listening to, and on my YouTube channel, I was saying like, oh, I'm gonna go. I was going out to Indiana to go to a concert, and then he just announced this concert in Philadelphia. So I had all this this shit happen, and then this the reporter thing happened, and I got the crowd all hyped up. Uh, and then Flowrider came out, and it, to, to answer your question, it was the greatest goddamn concert in the history of music. Thank you. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love that greatest, it's a genuine love. Concert. Yo, he he he. First off, he he doesn't got any bad songs. No, like, like every song. I don't care what you say. You know every one of his goddamn songs. At least the ones he plays in concerts. You know. Mm-hmm. So he came out for an hour and and killed it. Made best goddamn concert. The concert that changed my life. Right. I'm talking to you because of that concert. And uh, guess what? He wasn't the headliner. B.B. Rexa comes out and puts me to sleep. Boom. Boom, uh, B.B. Rexa. Right? Who the hell is B.B. Rexa? And, and after the 4th of July, we had fireworks. And the fireworks could not compare to that Flowrider concert. God damn. I love it. Yeah. No, it's, if, you, if, if I'm serious. Even if you don't like Flowrider, he, he puts on a good show. He has, like, this big guy put them on his shoulders and they walk around and he rides them on piggyback. It's hilarious. And he has people dancing and singing. He had hot chicks on stage. I think they're called the, the wild ones. Oh, it's fantastic. And then he has this like really old white guy, like in his sixties, real long hair, kind of looks like he belongs in ZZ top for some reason. That's Flo Rida's guitar player. I fuck. It's a great show. You got to see Flo Rida anytime you can. So I've never I've never met anybody that loves or is hyped up Flowrida as much as you, and I love Flowrida a lot myself. Nah, do you yeah. have you had have you developed any type of friendship or relationship with Flow? Have you interacted yeah, with him at we're, all? Uh, we're um, we uh, we're inst- he follows me on Instagram and I follow him, and um, one day he did a deep dive on my Instagram and hearted a bunch of shit. And once in a while, I'll post something, and he'll like it. Um, and then, like, he'll go on a live stream, and I'll pop on, and he'll say, hey. I don't, he probably just says, you know. So I could call him on Instagram, but I'm not a creep. But if he comes to Philly, it's going to get creepy because I'm calling. I'm calling, Flo Rida. I got to get a picture, right? I got I mean, I have video, but I want a picture. I was saying, not just a picture. I mean, just a whole night out. You'd be the ultimate hype man for it. He should have you at every event, every concert. You know what he does before every concert? He has a little movie play. And guess who's in it? Me doing that. I'm, I'm on your soundboard. I'm more I'm more excited about your soundboard than I am being in Flo Rida's intro video. Yeah! <laughs> Fucking go! Let's do it! So you brought up your Insta, and I love your Insta. You have an incredibly entertaining Instagram. People on here should follow you on there, the Philly Captain. You can find him anywhere with that. Um, I'm good at Instagram. I won't. You are good at Instagram. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm a YouTuber. I, I just make YouTube videos. So that is the first positive thing I've ever heard about my Instagram. I don't know if I'm good at it, bad at it. 
uh, I don't really, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm very old and uh, internet is like, you know, a newfangled thing. So I didn't know I was doing Instagram, but thank you. Well, you really show off uh, the city of Philadelphia in a great light. You give a great tour of it almost daily. You're showing the life in that city really well. And I view you, you call yourself the Philly captain. I call you the king of Philadelphia. Almost like Pete Davidson being the king of Staten Island. You're the king of Philadelphia. Oh, shit. People who listen to this show, they know how much I've ripped uh, Philly sports and sports fans. No offense. Not the city, though, Uh because I do genuinely love... Yeah, thank you. All right, see, somebody else agrees. I fucking hate... I hate the Philadelphia sports fans. They get offended when people call us pricks. I'm like, no. We in, we should embrace our assholedom. Right. We need we need to embrace because we're evil. We're fucking mean. Yo, I went around the country going to sporting events. Um, e- Phillies fans are the worst. Right. Baltimore second. Yes. The Redskins fans. What do they care? Right. And then um, who else? The, 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 even the Giants fans aren't as bad as the Eagles fans. Um, I worked at Citizens Bank Park. Um, I, I was a water ice salesman, right? I mm-hmm. would walk around selling the water ice, and people were just assholes to me because they were drunk. So we got drunk assholes. And uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't, you know, but you know what I would do if I would go to a game and I saw someone being drunk and harassed, I'd pull them aside. Like, yeah, cuz, come on. And I would talk them down. There's not, we Philadelphia, we don't have people, many people like me who will stop it. They want to watch it. I don't, I, I want, you know, but, uh, Nah, we're fucking evil people. We should embrace that, like Darth Vader. Pete, you ever see those moron Raiders fans? Oh yeah, who dress up like wrestlers with the black we, hole. We don't yeah. even have to. Yo, all we do is wear a hoodie, and we're fucking terrified. Oh, it's we horrifying. Will kill you in. Ask what Joe Jarevicius, what we said to him a week after his his child died. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, and we I think we, we should embrace that. We played in the tribute to Philly about just everything from the, I mean, the famous one is pelting snowballs at Santa Claus. But that's Somebody. a bullshit story. And first off, everybody who threw a snowball at Santa Claus, they're all fucking dead. It happened in the sixties. But here's the story. You know the story about that? I don't know the true story. Apparently, okay. Well, here's the all right. So uh, they were playing at Franklin Field, which is where the University of Penn plays now. It's like a little college stadium, holds about forty thousand seats. When you go to that stadium, you are practically on the field. It's so old school. It's very cool. Um, so the guy who was supposed to be Santa Claus got a stomach flu during the game. Mm-hmm. So the outfit was designed for this big fat guy. They didn't have anybody to put out there. So they just threw a young kid out there as Santa Claus. So he was like a 19 year old skinny kid wearing a baggy outfit. So yeah, he looked like shit. So we pelted him with Santa Claus, pelted him with snowballs. It's a fucking great story. <laughs> I, there is nothing to be embarrassed about that. <laughs> Throwing batteries at JD Drew, that's kind of tough. But yeah, we do that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I love the butt. I love the butt. Yeah. Just the just yeah, but so okay, so the Philly captain, the king of Philadelphia. I'm gonna ask you the basic question. Because I love okay. Philly. We me and my girlfriend have talked about possibly moving up there if we you know, I okay. see any sports media okay. jobs up there. Sure. Where is the absolute best cheesesteak 
in Philadelphia because right. I see people. Roast, John's roast pork. Um, I did it when I did the Flow Rider thing. I got to host the TV show on NBC, and yeah. they asked me the same question. And the clip for me answering that question went viral in like a Philadelphia uh, cheesesteak page. If you come to Philadelphia, you're going to buy a cheesesteak. People go, oh, you go to Jim's and Geno's. First off, not Jim's or Geno's. They go Pat's or Geno's. Mm -hmm. If anybody ever says that to you, spit in their face. They're assholes. What you do is you go to John's Roast Pork in South Philadelphia. John's Roast Pork. John's Roast Pork. They only make about 2,000 cheesesteaks a day. He only orders enough rolls and meat. He makes it fresh for every order. Uh, it won a beard award, whatever that is. It's like a big time prestigious award. Uh, the guy spent in the seventies. His dad had the, this roast pork place. It doesn't. It doesn't even mention cheesesteaks. It's just John's roast pork. So his dad made the roast pork sandwich, and he served a shitty sandwich. His son liked cheesesteaks. So for fifteen years, he perfected the cheesesteak sandwich. And you go there now, and I will. I will fist fight people. It's the greatest sandwich in the world, John's roast pork. John, John's roast. They don't roast. pay me. They don't pay me. They don't have they don't to. They got me. the cheesesteak. Right, right. I'm just I look. All I my job as the captain of Philadelphia is to tell people, you know, yeah, you go here, you go there. You don't, you know, that's my job. So John's roast pork. Thank that, you. That's good to know. Okay, we're gonna have to go up there very soon just to get that. We went. Yeah. I don't remember what the place was that we went to. It was in one of those big uh, food markets that we went okay. like last minute before it closed up, and we got ours there. It was fucking delicious. Delicious. Right in market was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got good cheesesteaks there. You can't. I would tell you, you can't fuck up a cheesesteak. No. Um, mm -mm. But some places get more praise than they should. Yeah, because so. you always hear about Pat and Gino's. Those yeah, are the you Pat and Gino's garbage. Yeah. Garbage. There you go. That's what we call that garbage. I did a review. You can watch my YouTube channel. I did a review of a Gino's cheesesteak. I think it got a two. I don't bullshit. It's just garbage. The breadsteaks, they use cheese whiz. It's like, ugh. oh, no, no. You uh -uh. get American cheese. Don't get cheese whiz. They changed the ingredients to cheese whiz like five years ago. So it doesn't fit the cheese cheesesteak meat flavor portfolio. It mm -hmm. doesn't work. So get up, always get American cheese. Okay. All right. All right. So we got our Philly cheesesteaks down. We're going to dive into Philly sports now. There's a lot to okay. talk about with it, but I'm going to dive yeah. into the uh, the most relevant and painful one for me, which is the Eagles making it to the playoffs in their first year under head coach Nick Sirianni. It's the first year with Jalen Hurts as the full-time quarterback. Mm. So how are you feeling about it all? And – how are you feeling about their chances this week against the reigning Super Bowl champs? I call them the chumps, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because I still refuse to believe that they actually beat my football team. Well, first off, it's not your football team, man. Just relax. It's just a football team. You can root for them. They, you will own them unless you unless you're a Green Bay Packers fan. That's what I want. That's the move. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I don't think anybody's expecting anything. I will say, uh, you know, five weeks ago, they were talking the, the sports radio stations up here. I don't really listen to them that much because it's just 
people spewing their opinions and it's a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about. But they were talking about tanking the season for draft picks. So that's what they were saying five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think there's anybody in the city who honestly thinks we have a chance. Um, but we hate Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, that, the one thing I hear on sports radio is we got to hit Tom Brady. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if any other team plans to hit Tom Brady, but I don't know if it's possible. But if we hit Tom Brady, apparently we can win. But I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But even so, even if it's one and done, that's still it's still a great oh, dude, season we, we for worry, them. Yeah, we weren't we weren't making the playoffs five weeks ago. It's, no, we we are. You ever have a kid? Oh, you, you have kids? You don't have any kids? I don't have. No, I've got daycare kids. I, but that's I got it. four kids, right? I'm not going to tell you which one, but one of them's really stupid. But once in a while, the stupid kid brings home like a a bee. And you're like, well, that's that's fucking amazing, right? So that's all. Nick Sirianni's my dumb kid who brought home a bee. That's amazing. <laughs> we were not expecting that. That is that's the best definition of Nick Sirianni I've heard. I love it. Yeah, and you're and I mean, you're right. You know, we, we when he came in, everybody was saying he's Jeffrey Lurie's pawn, and I was like, who gives a shit? Just let them play the. He didn't play one game yet, and they're saying he's Jeffrey Lurie's pawn. And I'm like, let him play chess. Let's see what he could do. As long know. as long as he's winning. As long as he's winning. Apparently, he doesn't like to run the ball enough. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's working. It's working. You're in the playoffs right now. On a week year, you right. got yep. they're in incredible shape. They got decent cap space. Right, young stars, three first rounders. Oh yeah, they're talking about signing Russell Wilson. Mm. But that's 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 that they're saying that the Eagles are saving up this cap space. And yeah, the only way Hurts seals up the job is if he does good this week, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what he's playing for. If he if he fucking wins this game, he's the Eagles quarterback. But they're not they're, the Eagles don't even have like a hundred percent behind them, and they're they're saying Russell Wilson to the Eagles. Yeah, I mean they're trying to manifest Russell Wilson somewhere in the NFC East before the season. Washington fans really want. I'm sure many still do. I don't. I mean, I want him. And then they've got rumors to him to the Giants, everything. I don't. If he goes to the Eagles, I love Jalen Hurts. He's a great. I think he's a really solid young quarterback. Great leader. Seems like a great kid and all. Uh, yeah, but no, I, 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 would, I don't know. I don't know why we we just don't commit to the fucking kid. I don't know. I don't get it. It's. Like, I mean, you would have to if uh, her entire heart. You and, would you uh, would have to commit to him if Washington had gotten their way and actually killed him with that railing. Well, yeah, you guys got a piece of shit stadium because your owner's a cheapskate, and uh, you know he 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 couldn't change the name of the team, so he started losing royalties because of it. And I don't even care what you call your team; that, that that's the least of your worries. But uh, yeah, you got you guys got the dumbest owner. Um, I hate your parking situation; it's mm-hmm. the fucking worst. I've been to many state football stadiums. Washington Stadium has the worst parking in the world. It's mm-hmm. like 50 bucks and you got to take a fucking bus. Eat my ass, Dan Snyder. Eat my ass. Thank you. Congratulations. That's going to the soundboard. I guarantee that goes yeah. to the soundboard. <laughs> oh, well, it's, that's good. I'm, I, that's what I'm going for is soundboard clips yeah, that, all the time. 
Eat. Dan Snyder is the worst. You're absolutely right. Everybody that I've talked to that's been to multiple stadiums, because I've never been to a pro football game. I want to. I've never been. I don't really want to go to FedEx Field because I've heard from everybody. It is the absolute shittiest stadium, shittiest situation in all of football, in hell of a hey, lot of sports. I, I, I'm trying to think of what's more. I I was I I it it's seriously it's the it's I've never paid fifty dollars to park somewhere mm-hmm. to catch a bus. Maybe the Greyhound bus station. I don't fucking. I've never seen anything that ridiculous. It's insane. Um, yeah, it's 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 horrible. It's horrible. Um, they try to kill Jalen Hurts, but that's okay. He's it, it, he he's so fast he got out of the way. He probably <laughs> hurt some of our dumb fans, but that's all right. That just makes them hate more, and that's what I want: more <laughs> hating Philadelphia fans. I love it. Would you like to take the opportunity to thank Carson Wentz for giving you all a little boost and an extra draft pick? Yeah, I mean, they're going to fuck that, that up probably, right? That, like, we, everybody talks about this uh, Rhaegar, the guy who drops all the passes. What's oh, yeah. Jalen uh, Rager. Mm-hmm. Whatever, Rhaegar. I think it's Rhaegar or whatever. And uh, he, he just drops every. So, it, 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 I don't care. They talk about these picks. And, and, and like, it mat- It doesn't matter. It's, it's nothing, you know? I, I don't I, I don't like Carson Wentz. I never liked Carson Wentz, even when he was the starting quarterback. There was something about him. I just didn't. He was like, oh, I hope I don't offend anybody by this. I don't like the. I don't like a quarterback that's really into Jesus. You know, I, I like. I like my quarterback. Like Randall Cunningham went out and got laid every other night. I want a. I want a Joe Namath. Johnny like Manziel. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't want that shit. I want a guy to go out and party and have a good time and then win the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just didn't like Carson once. I don't think he fit the city. And and by the way, he didn't because he couldn't take a little criticism, the pussy. So, yeah. Fuck Carson once. Did I say that yet? No. Nope. And we fuck got it. Tom Brady. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. There we go. All right. Thank you. Switching gears from somebody. Like Carson Wentz to somebody I think that Philly Philly fans may like a little less. Ben Simmons. Uh-huh. Um, do you agree with this sentiment? Ben Simmons, you crumb bum piece of shit. What do you hear when he says that? What do you hear what that guy says? Because I don't, I bet you don't hear what what he's saying. What do you hear him? That he's a crumb bum piece of shit. Okay, I put you. I put you because the way he says it sounds like cum. No. Yeah, um, we've been re- we've gone over that on the show actually no, scott our co-host scott loves that phrase he said it's the most underused uh insult of being a crumb bum piece of shit that's a philly thing our mayor we had a piece of shit racist mayor named frank rizzo mm-hmm. and um people love him people love him you know uh i don't i hate him. uh but he he would get he would get in the he got into a face of a journalist and he said you know you're a crump. You're a bum. You're a crumb bum. And that's like a, we have T-shirts that say that. And it's a it's a big Philly thing. Yeah. There we um, go. That's the origin. So yeah, going on this crumb bum piece of shit, Ben Simmons. Uh, the Sixers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sixers are doing pretty all right this year, despite the drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't have we don't have like our number one player. We're doing this with just uh, Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, you you're know? doing it with just so, Embiid. So, so imagine if we trade this piece of shit and get anything in return. Holy shit, we might actually be good. Like we're good now. We might be great. How how would you like to see it play out? Do you think 
that the Sixers could legitimately get something for Ben Simmons. I, I think that's what they're waiting for. Holy sh! It's been for it's, it feels like it's been forever, you know. So uh, no, I think yeah, they're, they're wait. They're going to wait till they get something. So, I mean, when's the trade deadline? Uh, I believe there's another. I believe there's another month. Is it a, a little month? bit after the All Star right, game? So- yeah. Fuck it. We ain't doing nothing. And he ain't costing them any money because I think he's uh, getting penalized every day because he says he's crazy. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm legitimately crazy. And, like, you got to go see a doctor about that, you know, get medicine and shit. Hey, I don't think he did that. I, even no. though he did date a Jenner. Yeah. But, you know, that makes a lot of people crazy in the crazy, NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's done a lot. All right. Mm-hmm. So I can. Yeah. I'll roll oh, with that. Yeah, he's so been, ben he's, Simmons, I don't care. I don't care about him. I hope if we trade him, it's great. If not, I think it's funny because, you know, we could have been – I, you know, that's it, kind of karma. That's what we get for doing that process bullshit. I, I was going to ask, did you ever trust the process? No, it's bullshit. It didn't work. We, what do we got? I, 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 The whole time I was like, first off, the NBA, you can make a super team. Remember when the Miami Heat made that super team? You could just you got they go oh I'm gonna play with you and you now mm-hmm. so you can't do a process because it doesn't work that way anymore you know you could just go with any team you want and uh, I fucking hated it because you know I didn't have anything to watch there was no no I turned to NASCAR <laughs> during the process <laughs> I just it, it was it was horrible it was bullshit to the fans it was bullshit to the people who have seized now I guess I guess this is the reward that we we make the eastern conference final that's the process horseshit that's what i say yeah all right so moving from there to your diehard team you're a diehard phillies fan i'm a massive i'm a massive nats fan are we have we have a common thread and that is Uh bryce harper so Uh how has he been treating y'all since that massive free agency contract well he's been treating i i went to i think 40 Phillies games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, saw him do an inside the park home run. Uh, I saw, I saw him have an MVP season. Um, every game that man comes out, you can watch. I vlog every Phillies game I went to. Every game he want, comes out, he runs out to the crowd and he does a bow. And then he heaves the ball into the thing, right? And that, I seen this man almost every, not every game. But he'll have a catch, like when the, the game's not too crowded. He would have, like when the pandemic crowd was coming, like eight thousand. He would have catches with kids. Well, well, in between innings, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I Carson, I, and I know he's like a, a goofy Mormon or whatever. Yeah, I know something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know he's like a Jesus guy too. But at least he gets in the fist fights. So yeah. I like him more than Carson Wentz. I like him. I like him. I, I have a little bit of a friendship with him because I worked at the stadium. We would wave at each other. I don't know if he knows who I am. I know who he is. But, um, like, what's no, I mean, I worked there. I would say shit to him and stuff. He, I thought he was a nice guy. He's doing it right. Everything he's doing in Philadelphia, he comes out wearing Philly Fanatic T-shirts and shit. He, he really he knows how to do Philadelphia better than any athlete coming into Philadelphia. I tell you that. He's got a good PR person. Because I don't know if that's him. Did you uh, appreciate him willing the Nationals championship into existence during his uh, press conference, his first press conference with the uh, with the Phillies? 
Is that what he did? Yeah, he I, talked uh, about yeah, he wanted I, to win, bring a championship to the Nets. It was his. That was his. What year did you guys win the World Series? That two was years ago, twenty nineteen, I believe. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, who gives a shit? It was two years ago. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, I saw him on Instagram or whatever. He wished all his friends the best of luck and was happy for him. So, you know, he has $300 million and they have a World Series trophy. I believe me, if I was in the same position, I'd be, I'd be Bryce Harper. I can't, um, I can't necessarily argue with that either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so you know, sports are th- these guys, when before a game happens, the guys on the other teams come out and hug each other and they say hi to each other and they're friendly with one another because they grew up playing the sport together. That the animosity for other people to have towards other teams, I find silly. I didn't feel this way till I started working at the stadium because I realized it's just, the, the reason why professional people play sports is so they can sell beer and soda at the stadium. It's just a money-making thing. So, um, yeah, I, I, there's no, I don't think people should have like, um, like I used to hate Mets fans and, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't hate them anymore because they, they tip really good. Um, <laughs> I, I hate blue Jay fans, um, because they, what they did to the Phillies in 1993. Mm-hmm. So sometimes in Philadelphia, there's assholes who walk around in Mets hats and Yankees hats. And that shit don't bother me because we're so close to New York and, you know, people are assholes. Um, occasionally you see a person in a Nationals hat and they go, oh, okay, I guess the dollar store had them. That's where they got them from. <laughs> and then uh, you'll see a guy in a Blue Jays hat. And I go, yeah, what, there's no reason to wear that in this city. That's I, I think that's worse than a Cowboy star. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I hate I hate the Blue Jays more. That wasn't even a question you asked. But I hate the Blue Jays fans more than I hate anybody. I feel like a, you brought it up. I feel like a Cowboys star in Philly is just a declaration of some type of war. It's, no, no, it's not like that at all. Look, this is what we, we know. There's a guy on the radio named Howard Eskin. He was like the first sports talk radio guy in the Philadelphia market. He was mm-hmm. like one of the first pioneers of that whole sports talk genre. And he calls Cowboys fans cockroaches because they only come out when they're doing good. But when they're doing bad, you don't see they're like cockroaches. They hide <laughs> in the dark. So whenever a Cowboy fans call into the show, they'll go, get off my phone, you cockroach. And I'll hang <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, I just whenever I see somebody with a Cowboys hat on, you just go, you're a fucking asshole. That's all. Fair enough. I can roll with that. Yeah. That's something we can agree yeah. on there. Yeah, they're assholes. So you also cover you cover Philly's pro lacrosse team, the Wings, right? I do. Yeah, I I, uh, I have somehow I I uh, got myself the media credential for the Wings because I of my Phillies coverage. Mm-hmm. Um. So I yeah. So I have I, I I work with the team. I cover everything. I was on the fucking field with them this week. When they did the national anthem, it was a totally amazing experience. Um, but yeah, I covered I covered the wings. That's incredible. It's, what brought on the love for lacrosse? Do you have a background in it? It and I, I never played it, but in the sixth grade, my social studies teacher played for the Philadelphia Wings, 
And because they only get paid like two hundred and fifty dollars a game, these guys. They don't. I don't know what they make now, but that's what he was making back then, in like nineteen ninety, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. And um, so what he would do is for the pop quiz get pop quiz during the the test, he would ask questions like, "What was the score of the Wings game?" and or "How many goals did I score?" He was pretty good. He's in the lacrosse hall of fame. His name's Tony Resch. So because of him talking about it. I, I, I always like, like it kind of made me care about the wings and quite honestly, the wings fans in Philadelphia are uh, more passionate than any other sports fans. Maybe not the sons of Ben, the soccer team, but I don't get soccer, uh, but the, the cross fans are crazy. They, they, they like yell and just harass the other teams. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, and, and the team's amazing. We got the, the best face-off guy in the entire sport. Um, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great sport. It's not really hard to follow. There's a 30-second shot clock. And, uh, you know, if you get into a fight, that's a penalty. That's it. That's the whole sport. It's That's 100% true. I don't really – I don't follow lacrosse too much. But when I do come across it and I'll see it on, like, a college championship or uh, whatever is on, love it. Love the sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you can watch the league. They, they they got national television. That was on the the game I covered this week was on ESPN. Uh, Pat McAfee's tweeting about it. The sport's growing. Um, uh, it, yeah. So if you ever want to watch across, NLL is the league that that I cover the wings. Um, but yeah, it's it's fucking awesome, dude. It's a great sport, and and like it's, and the best thing about it too are the athletes. You know, they're just regular guys you know and mm-hmm. uh you know they i think they make enough money now where they play lacrosse indoors and outdoors and that's all they have to do to make a living um so they're just like playing lacrosse living their dream and uh you know they're they're thrilled that you know because they played outdoor lacrosse at college nobody would come to a game and now they're in a stadium with music and there's like five thousand people cheering for it they fucking love it and they appreciate it more than more than other athletes. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. All right, yeah. John. So we've entered dangerous territory on the show now. It's a staple of the okay. show and in sports media in general, but top five lists. Top five sure. lists are a staple here. I can't let you leave without one. So are you ready for the incredibly dramatic intro music for the three two threes top five? Fuck yeah, let's tell it. Five, four. Three, two, one. This is the 3-2-3's three, Top 5. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 that's better than a movie trailer. <laughs> so, today we have John McCann's Top 5 All-Time Philly Sports Stars. Uh-huh. That, that's correct, right? We have that list. Well, I, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll tell shit. you right okay. now, Charles Barkley. Oh, Charles wait, 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 wait. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We we gotta, down. It doesn't need to be. We got to make it. Ex- it's okay. Oh, that's got to be exciting on here. I'm going to play a little fanfare with each one. I'm going to play a little okay, fanfare Charles with Barkley. each one. All right, number five. Oh, number five. Whoa. Oh, yeah, we're going to start from the bottom. Yeah, oh. Let me name them, and then I'll number them. Okay, all right. I got you. Charles Barkley, all right? Yeah! I like that. Uh, Mike Schmidt. Allen Iverson. 
see, you can't, no, nobody, nobody in Philadelphia <laughs> will ever give Donovan McNabb the respect he deserves. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I'm one of them. Fuck Donovan McNabb. Not Donovan McNabb. Uh, <laughs> you got that in DC too. You got that in DC too. Yo, you know what? Fuck it. Jim Tomey. I fucking love Jim Tomey. Yeah! And, and uh, number number one is the Philly Fanatic. The Philly fanatic, I love it. I love it. I got, yeah, I got, yeah. I'm like friends with him, and I got a Philly fanatic tattoo. I, we're not actually, we're not friends. I stalk him, and uh, <laughs> he, 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 like I know he knows who I am, and he's not sure what the fuck I'm about, and he just like, who is this middle aged man who's always yelling? Because I just fucking yell every time I see him, like a like a lunatic. Um, but yeah, he, he's number one all time. All time. I love that you terrify the uh, fanatic. I love it. How do you feel about Gritty? A, uh, me, I was just going to say, me and Gritty don't get along too good. Um, he, we, I don't know what it is, but, um, oh no, we made up. We made up. Me and Gritty have, like, the guy who plays Gritty doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, like, so he'll, like, push me away and, like, run away from me. Cause I'm, I'm like, sort of known down here in Philly. So I guess he knows who I am, but the on the uh, on Thanksgiving there was a parade, and he was riding the parade on his scooter, and I was right I was recording the parade on my scooter, and there was nobody else on the street but me, Gritty, and Franklin. That's the Sixers mascot that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> but me, Franklin, and Gritty were on the Ben Franklin Parkway riding our scooters for like a quarter of a mile, and uh, I was like, "This is like the greatest moment of my life, Gritty." And uh, he gave me a nod. So I think we're friends now. Okay. It was on my Instagram page. It was on my Instagram page. That's sweet. That's sweet. I love it. Well, so, shout yeah. Yeah. I, but he's not top five, though. No. Not yet. Yeah, he's too new. Not yet. He's too, yeah. he's too new. Yeah. Too new. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's your top five Philly sports stars. It has to be the fanatic. It had to be the fanatic. I don't know why I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, well, it's not Carson Wentz. <laughs> fuck Carson Wentz. Fuck Carson Wentz. Yeah, let's fuck. start that. Like I know, like if, if anybody says Tom Brady of Philadelphia, it's a reflex. Fuck Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. I want to get fuck Carson. I want to make Carson Wentz retire in the next two years, just because he's he's like like so sad and everybody's just mean to him. Oh, I hope he comes to Philly. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> do him so fucking oh, hard. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna fucking kill him. He's going to retire. He's going to retire. First off, because he's he might he's going to retire because he's going to have COVID because he's one of those uh, he's like one of those players that doesn't have the vaccine. Right? How selfish. Let me. I don't know how you feel about this, but let me just say this: If you're a player on my team and you get fucking COVID and you don't have that vaccine, and then you got you got because they got even crazier protocols for the people who don't have the vaccine. Mm -hmm. You are so fucking selfish and destroying the team and sending a negative cut move, you fucking asshole Carson Wentz. Put the, get a fucking needle. I'm glad he, and and uh, did Aaron Rodgers make the playoffs? Yep. Yep. I hope he gets injured. There. I said it. I hope he gets injured and then when he's in the hospital he gets COVID. That's what I hope. That's all Save the Philadelphia I was, fans. We're assholes. I was yeah. about to ask I was about to ask the playoff predictions. That's all you need. That's all you need from it. Uh, yeah, I want, I, want, I want Aaron Rodgers to get COVID, 
because of a broken leg. And not that severe COVID, but enough to make him a, a respirator. I went, I went him on a respirator for a day. Enough a to day. scare you. Yeah. I, enough. To, maybe he has to retire. And now he can't do Jeopardy because half the country hates him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's the reason. That's what I want for the playoffs. I want Tom Brady to to uh, fuck himself. I want I want Aaron Rodgers to get COVID and Carson Wentz uh, to fall into a deep depression. That's all. Yeah. I know he's not in the playoffs, but that's what I want. <laughs> it must it must have been a true delight to watch Carson Wentz self destruct and knock the knock the knock his own team out of the playoffs. Before it could even happen. Oh, dude, you should hear if, if well, you can listen to Philly Sports Radio mm-hmm. online. I mean, it, it's going to make you dumber because I mean, seriously, we got some really dumb people who call these shows. Um, but yeah, you you can hear how <laughs> like we weren't talking about the Eagles making the playoffs as much as we were as happy as Carson Wentz dropping the ball and, and not making the playoffs, and and then we were shitting on the Colts coach. And then we were laughing because the Colts wanted to give us a second round pick. And then our GM got the first round pick. And we were laughing about that. We were just like, oh, I I can't. Oh, I hope he, I hope Carson once hears how happy we are that he's gone. Oh, would that break his little heart? (laughs) I love it. Carson Wentz hates it, but I love it. Who, what is, who is going to listen to this podcast? What are they going to, they're going to like, what the fuck is this? I'm right? ho- I'm I'm like, hope I'm hoping Carson Wentz hears this somehow. I don't know uh, how I'll will yeah, it, but I'll will it to him. Yeah, I hope Carson Wentz listens to <laughs> this entire podcast and he gets an hour in to hear me shit. <laughs> He's thinking, I, I really love this. I really like this show. I really like it. And then gets to this part, we're fucking enemy <laughs> well, for I life. I think I shit on him 15 minutes in. I think but, so. You know, it's okay. <laughs> it's a warning shot for him. It's a warning shot. Oh, he's an yeah, he's the worst. The worst. You know who's the best, ladies and gentlemen? John McCann, the Philly captain. He is the absolute oh, thank best. You. Thank you for being on this show, John. This has been a lot of fun having you, man. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. I, I hope uh I didn't talk too much. Sometimes I do that. No, I wish we could have gone I wish we could have gone even longer. Hopefully we'll oh. get we'll get you back on. Yeah, sometime. Yeah, I'll die. I could do this. Just let me know. Hundred percent. And you tell, can... tell the guy who's the guy who, who couldn't be here who, who uh Scott Elia. Scott. Year? Who? Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. What's he got? What's he doing today? What's his, What's he do? What's he's work. He's uh. He's working Geico. He's doing insurance. It's, it's been very. Oh, he's a it's been insurance salesman. It's been very hectic here lately, especially for them with the snow, with what all the shit with that happens. Insurance happened. people. Mm-hmm. All, all they all they do is well, all all insurance people do are break people's heart and, and d- deny their services. That's all they do. He'll roll all, with you on it too. Opinion. <laughs> yeah, it'll go, it'll go, oh, you gotta give us $250 a month to protect your car and then you, your car gets gets hit by a drunk driver but you can't you know and oh, no, we, we don't cover that oh I, I pay you 200 what's his name scott mm-hmm. scott scott i gave you 250 fucking dollars fix my car i know no scott can't do it fuck scott that's what i said <laughs> John McCann, the Philly captain. You can find him on everything. YouTube, Instagram. You can find him. Look YouTube. up the Philly captain. Philly especially captain on YouTube. YouTube. Just YouTube. That's how I get paid. Philly captain YouTube. Find Just him. Subscribe. Don't even watch. I don't care if you watch. Just hit subscribe. It feeds my ego. Hit him up. You heard him. You heard him. Fuck. 
Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Carson Wentz. Right. Subscribe to the Philly Captain on YouTube. Fuck Scott. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that. There we go. John McCann, ladies and gentlemen. That's it, folks. Thanks again to John McCann, the Philly captain, for joining the show. You can find him on YouTube. Just search up the Philly captain, and you know what to do. He told it to you before. Hit like and subscribe. Hit like and subscribe. Or hit like and subscribe. Maybe rate, like, and subscribe. I don't know. We'll ask him that next time. That's for next time. But in the meantime, you can also find us on YouTube. The 323 Network. That's all you got to look up. The 323 Network on YouTube. Hit like and subscribe. Subscribe to it. Keep up with this show. Emily Sissel asks, what if? Four awesome episodes already out on that. And more as we continue to grow and expand into some fun new mediums and adventures. You can also follow me on Twitter at 323read. That's 323read. And support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 323read. We'll be back next week to break down the first week of the NFL playoffs. And hopefully not be frozen from a potential blizzard. But until then, stay safe everybody. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that.